Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, September 1st. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for supporting the show. Zenith Energy faces a nearly $25,000 fine after state regulators said it cut down trees and did other construction prep at its terminal on the Willamette River in northwest Portland for months despite not having a required permit. Oregon Department of Environmental Quality regulators imposed the fine last month. The company is appealing. State officials said this summer they were, quote, concerned by the flagrant nature, unquote, of Zenith's conduct because the fuel giant kept up its construction activity despite being denied a permit to do so. Despite not having that necessary permit, Zenith spent the next eight months grading the property, chopping down trees, and pulling up root systems, known as, quote, grubbing, and stockpiling structural materials, according to a DEQ letter. Those details came just days after the city of Portland refused to grant the company a favorable land use ruling it likely needs to continue and potentially expand its operations on the waterfront. Zenith is based in Houston, Texas. The company did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Monday. Portland denied the company's land use plan because it said the energy giant's plans for storing and loading fossil fuels there are incompatible with Portland's climate and resiliency goals. Zenith has said it plans to gradually transition to 50% renewable energy by 2026. The Oregon Health Authority reported 2,414 new confirmed and presumptive cases of COVID-19 on Tuesday, as well as 43 new deaths, bringing the statewide death toll to 3,198. The recent surge in cases has been especially bad in areas with low vaccination rates, including rural communities like Umatilla County home of the Pendleton Roundup, where 48% of the population is vaccinated. The Roundup is scheduled to run from September 11th through September 18th. Organizers have not yet made any public health declarations ahead of the state's marquee events. The Roundup has not responded to requests for comment from fans about whether it will comply with Governor Kate Brown's mask mandate. Roundup organizers also did not respond to a request for comment from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Large events like Oregon Ducks football and Oregon State Beavers football games will require masks and proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. A Portland woman chased down her ex-husband and ran him over in a Fred Meyer parking lot after she says he attacked her at her home just before. That's according to court documents involving Tara Harris, the woman charged with second-degree murder. Harris was arraigned Monday in Portland. Video footage from the St. John's Fred Meyer shows Harris's Honda Element pursuing Thurston Harris around a utility pole and loading bay behind the Fred Meyer on Lombard Street. According to court documents, the video shows the vehicle hitting the man from behind. Tara Harris is seen getting out of the car and trying unsuccessfully to pull the man from underneath the vehicle before ultimately driving and dragging his body again. She eventually stopped and waited for police to arrive. The couple divorced in 2013. Thurston Harris was released from jail just days before he died, and he came to Tara Harris's house where she said he bit her and pushed her and punched her in the face. Police documented bite marks on Tara Harris's chest. Portland is on pace to shatter its record for most homicides. One of the winningest coaches in Oregon boys basketball history is resigning. Pat Strickland, head coach of North Portland powerhouse Jefferson High School, announced his retirement on Monday. 
Strickland won five state titles, leading the boys' squad of the Jefferson Democrats. He finished with a career record of 274 victories and 71 losses during his 13 seasons. The 51-year-old Strickland issued a statement thanking the school, athletes, coaches, and his family for what he called an unbelievable experience. Strickland's five titles put him tied for third all-time in Oregon boys' basketball history. He also won a championship in high school as a player for Wilson High School, now known as Ida B. Wells High, in the late 1980s with future Portland Trailblazer Damon Stoudemire. Strickland played at Chemeketa Community College and Oregon State University as well. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support. 